Hello, and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Happy Planner. If you hear rain in the background, that's rain coming down as I sit in my car recording my podcast because my podcast uh, location, my production studio, quote unquote studio, is also my car sometimes. And so you can't control what's going on outside. You can't control the weather. You can't control, you know, a lot of things. And so sometimes my uh, podcast recordings take place in my car and there's no telling what you'll hear rain, cars, honking, who knows. So I apologize ahead of time for all of that. But um, it's July 1. And uh, this is, we're in the middle of, and we started back in June with wedding season, officially. Summer wedding season, if you will. Um, This is when a lot of people have their weddings, traditionally in summer, spring and summertime. Um, Of course, people have their weddings all times of the year now. But traditionally, weddings uh, started being done in June. Um, And so if you are at the beginning stages of your wedding planning, um, you should start with like a timeline, uh, preferably a 12-month timeline. Give yourself at least a year, year and a half to plan your wedding. At least a year, though, at the most, because that way you can dot your I's, cross your T's, and have everything in place, and you're not rushing. Now, later on, I'm going to do a series about kind of, I won't call it last-minute wedding planning, but if you have less time to plan a wedding or you just want to hurry up and get married, I plan to do a series on on that um, type of wedding planning, a shorter, you know, a shorter planning time. Um, but just a little bit about myself before I go on about starting to plan your wedding. My name's Kelly Tibbs. I do weddings on the side. I work in the public school system. Um, started off as a substitute teacher, and um, now I'm a full-time teacher's aide, um, amongst other things, entrepreneurial. Um, like I said, my wedding planning. I'm a writer, poet, uh, all sorts of things that I do as my side hustles. Doesn't everyone have a side hustle now? And a lot of this came out of 2020. My wedding planning, my passion for wedding planning came out of just doing friends and family weddings um, for free and just, you know, just a love for doing wedding planning. Um, For some reason, I am not married myself, but I just uh, acquired a talent for helping people plan their weddings. And so I hope that some of the information I'm going to share here with you is useful and helpful to you and your wedding planning process. So again, when you're starting to plan your wedding, when you get engaged, some of the first things you want to start doing are in a 12-month period because that will that will cause less stress to you um, and that will help you to keep on budget, to stay on a timeline and all of that. Um, so keep that in mind as you're planning. So if you're starting at the 12-month point, which I recommend and which most wedding planners recommend, the first thing you should do with your fiancé is set a date. Set a date that both of you uh, have agreed upon mutually um, so that you're you know, starting off good, in a good place. Also, determine your wedding day style and colors. Um, take your time and do this. If your favorite color is purple and his favorite color is blue, come up with a compromise or figure out what those colors are. Um, or, you know, whatever, whoever your fiance is, if their co- favorite color is something different and contrasts with yours, um, 
try to work together. Or if they're the type of person that's going to let you just run away, be a runaway bride and uh, run away with planning the wedding, then go with it um, on that too. But just make sure you're on the same page. Um, also, I encourage you to hire a wedding planner, someone like me, who does the job that I do in, in terms of plan, helping you to plan your wedding. And then that person also usually provides services on the day of. So you can either hire a full-fledged wedding planner, which we'll talk more about later, but you can hire a full-fledged wedding planner to help you plan the whole entire wedding from top to bottom, or you can hire a day of coordinator so that you know you and your friends and your bridesmaids and family may have planned the whole thing, but you need someone professional there on the day of the wedding to kind of run the show, like kind of be a production assistant, if you will. Um, and I'm all about the production of things and making sure everything goes well. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more about why a wedding planner is important later. Another thing to consider when you're 12 months out from a wedding is setting up a budget. Let me repeat, set up a budget. Know what type of money you're dealing with, you and your fiance. Please don't be one of those brides that become a bridezilla on that show who don't know how much money they're spending who don't know how much the vendors are charging for the things that you want. Uh, I always say, you know, some people want a royal wedding on a beer budget. If you're that person, please recognize that you need to create a budget. And creating a budget is so, so, so very important. It's one of the most important things. Um, one of the, the most important parts of your wedding. Once you do that, um, and we'll talk about budget breakdown later on. We'll talk about how that works because that's very important to your wedding. Um, also, if you're 12 months out, start to compile a draft of your guest list. It doesn't have to be the final guest list. I know a lot of wedding planners or wedding manuals and things will tell you a final, to create a final wedding list, but start to compile a wedding guest list because that will factor into your budget that will factor into you know if you plan to have food at your wedding at your wedding reception that will factor into how many people you will need to feed i don't think people think about that a lot of times you just want to have a big party and celebrate blah 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 that's great but you have to pay for that food you have to pay for those drinks you have to pay for that linen you have to pay for that space and if you want 300 people you have to pay for that but if your budget only allows you to pay for 100 people, you need to really figure that out and recognize that that's what your budget will allow. You don't have to have a royal wedding. You can have a smaller wedding and then pay for, you know, other things later on. Maybe you have a one-year anniversary reception, you know, five-year anniversary party where you and your spouse have, you know, are, are, are doing better things with your money. And maybe you celebrate in that way. But you do not have to have everything on your wedding day, especially if you cannot afford it. I cannot uh, um, uh, uh, express that enough um, for future brides and, and, and fiancés and partners. Also, the next thing you want to consider on your 12 month, if you're planning 12 months out, is to create a web page to announce your wedding. You know, a lot of websites now, the knot.com um, and others have a place where you can set up a website and start just looking at vendors, start looking at the things you like. Um, I just, shameless plug for David's Bridal. I, I do work at David's Bridal and we encourage uh, customers to go online, set up a profile on davidsbridal.com so you can start tagging the dresses you like. 
that way when you come in to um, to try on dresses you know exactly and your stylist knows exactly what you're looking for we'll talk more about dresses later I'll do a special episode on dresses and dress shopping however start setting up your website now so that you can also chronicle your wedding planning experience um, start making a scrapbook if you if you're a scrapbooker if you're a memory keeper start doing that now or have someone else do it so that you can start that process of keeping the memories and ideas uh, up front when you're planning your wedding um, the next thing is choosing your wedding party and we will definitely talk about this later because I have my own thoughts on choosing your wedding party and when I say wedding party that's the people in your wedding Choosing your bridesmaids um, and groomsmen or whoever, whatever you want to call them. Also, hostesses and ushers are very, very important parts of the, wed uh, of the wedding party. The wedding party is the people you trust to be in your wedding, one. Two, that you know will do things to help you make the wedding day a success. There's nothing worse than bridesmaids who are not cooperative, who are trying to stab you in the back, who only want to wear the dress they want to wear. It's your wedding. They need to wear what you want them to wear or not be in the wedding. You need to be able to put your foot down or hire a wedding planner that can put her foot down on the day of the wedding and be like, look here, boo-boo. You need to walk down this aisle right now because the bride don't want to hear all that. But I digress. Um, but choosing your wedding party, just because you, know, you have some girls that's been with you for years, but they don't do nothing, like they don't like to, like to work, they don't like to give back, they don't like to do stuff for free. You don't need to have them chicks in your wedding. I'm going to try not to call them any names, but you don't need to have them chicks in your wedding. You need to have only the chicks in your wedding, or chicks or guys, if you will, whoever's in your wedding. You only need to have those people in your wedding who are willing to help you get prepared for the special day called your wedding. If, if not, I've seen a lot of weddings go the wrong way because the people in the wedding party did not do what they were supposed to do. Your maid of honor is supposed to be your ride or die. She's supposed to be there for you every moment, helping you. If you start break down crying at the wedding store, she's supposed to be there with the tissue, helping you get through this. You know, if something happened between you and your boo, your maid of honor is supposed to be there to listen to you on the phone crying about it. Or just to help you through the happy moments. If you find your dress, she's supposed to be there like, yes, that's the one, queen. Okay? So, again, we'll talk about wedding party and choosing your wedding party. But I'm very passionate about wedding party because you need to have the right people in your squad. We're going to call this the wedding squad instead of the wedding party. We're going to call it the wedding squad. You need to have the right people on your team to help you plan your wedding and to get through the day with success. Um, another thing 12 months out that you want to definitely do is have an engagement party. Even if it's something small, it doesn't have to be anything big. Okay, Again, check your budget. You can just meet up at a local restaurant or a wine bar or something, have everybody there. You know, or if your aunt, you know, aunt got a house and she want to volunteer her house to, to host your engagement party or a friend has a house, they want to host your engagement party, that's fine. But it's just an opportunity for people to come together. This will also help cut down on your guest list because you could have an engagement party which is a mini celebration of you and your boo getting engaged you can have people there participating in that um and that can cut down on your wedding costs because hey i invited this person to my engagement party you know we don't we're not having no big wedding so they can come to this have a few snacks have a couple drinks or whatever congratulate us celebrate with us in our happiness and then 
maybe you don't invite them to the wedding or maybe so maybe not but that's up to you what you want to do um but an engagement party can help you field out who you need to be inviting to the wedding i know that's probably not popular but it is a tactic that you can use but it's also just a way to celebrate um your wedding day also in the 12 month time period 12 months out from your wedding timeline you want to book your ceremony and reception locations that's vital if you know you have known since you six years old you want to have your wedding at this particular location in your town book that bad boy now call them tomorrow look i need to book this if your budget doesn't allow that for now either have someone else a family member you know maybe put the down payment or the deposit down give it back to them later or you might have to find a different venue that fits in within your budget but 12 months out because venues go quickly for weddings especially now that we're going past covid uh venues are starting to pick back up and people are starting to be out and about again planning parties planning weddings planning other events and you're going to want to get on top of the venues real quick a lot of venues will let you book online make sure you sit down and talk to the venue uh, managers beforehand and find out what's included we'll talk about that in a later episode too but right now we're just talking about that 12 month timeline these are the things you need to be looking at right now 12 months out from your wedding and then the last thing in the 12 month um time frame you want to be looking at is book your officiant and officiant is the person who does your wedding your minister your pastor you know your religious advisor someone who's qualified to do wedding vows um and tell you what you need to do sometimes some pastors depending on what your religious affiliation is some of them sometimes will require you to do counseling beforehand uh if you don't particularly go to to a particular church or anything some pastors will you know have certain rules and things so find out what all those are um ahead of time uh but 12 months out is the, because again pastors officiants people that do weddings that perform wedding ceremonies they get booked up too everybody that you're going to involve in your wedding gets booked up very quickly so again i just wanted to review 12 months out if you're at the beginning stages of your wedding um planning 12 months out uh do it get all those things done that i named um, we'll talk, uh, I'll, I'll do another post about kind of, I won't call it again, last minute wedding planning, but maybe six to four, four to six months out. If you're, if you're, you know, kind of trying to plan a quick wedding, if you just came off COVID and y'all decided, you know what, now COVID over, let's go hurry up and get married, which a lot of people are doing, which is fine. It can still be done, but it just needs to be done in a different way in a different time frame. Okay. So I just wanted to hit you with the 12 months. Um, timeline um, just to you know the, you're 12 months out from your wedding these are the things you need to be doing so um, want to share that with you uh, congratulations on your engagement if you are engaged and happy wedding planning um, again this is black girl happy planner please visit my uh, podcast at black girl uh, I'm sorry black girl happy planner um, that's probably the wrong I think that's the wrong, I think it's Anchor, whatever, you know what, just ignore that, I don't even know what it is, but if you're listening to my podcast, that means you already have clicked on it, so you know where it is already, I should know this by heart, um, also visit my uh, Facebook page, 
uh, Black Girl Happy Planner. And make sure you follow me on Instagram at Black Girl Happy Planner. Peace.